Welcome to The Thriving Life, where we help women navigate the world while wearing multiple hats. On this podcast, you'll be equipped with mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you lead your life, thrive, and have it all without sacrifice and burnout. I'm your hostess, Ume Oguta, and I'm here to make having it all less intimidating. So grab a seat, kick your shoes off, and let's talk. Hello, 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 Thriving Family. Welcome to another podcast episode. It's Uime here, helping you with the mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you lead your life, thrive, and have it all without sacrifice and burnout. If you are new, welcome. I'm so excited that you decided to join us. And for my longtime listeners, you know I only got love for you. I'm so glad that you tuned in again today. Today, I have a treat for you. This episode was inspired by something that happened in bed last year. It gave me a different perspective about to-do lists and I've been working on it, testing it out with my clients and I think I'm ready to share. If you're someone who cannot do without a to-do list, this episode is going to be thought-provoking. It's going to give you a lot of insights and most of all, it'll be helpful in ways you least expected. Before we dive in, I just want to share that next month, August, I'm going to be unpacking burnout as a topic Burnout is a hot topic right now, and I really want to help you get a good understanding of what that is, how to know whether you're burned out or not, and what you can do to recover and so much more. This has been my story. I was burned out in 2013 when I was pregnant with my second daughter. I thought I healed myself, and then I was burned out again in 2017, 2018, about that time. So I've got a lot of experience, and I really want to be able to help you to set yourself up in a way that you still get to do all the things that you do and burnout-proof your life. I'm also going to be offering some laser-focused coaching sessions if you're in my email list, Permission Granted. That's my free email list for women who are ready to create a life where they show up fully and powerfully in all areas without mom guilt and without sacrificing their health and well-being. It's going to be amazing. So if you're not on that list, you better go subscribe right now. It's at oliveandbliss.ca forward slash join. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, go ahead and do so so that you can be first to know when the podcast episodes drop. Can't wait to see you all. So to-do lists. We love them. We hate them. Some people are in between like myself. And I think to-do lists can be very helpful for keeping track of tasks and what you've, you know, what you have to get done. But one of the things that I've noticed is this trend with women, especially moms, where it's almost like the list is a master of you and you feel terrible about not checking things off at the end of the day. Some of us use this list to punish ourselves, to gauge how good or terrible we are as women, as moms. Some of us use it as a way to stress ourselves out because every time we look at the list, it never ends. And that's why I want to talk about this because your attachment to your to-do list can quickly become another way of showing yourself or creating evidence for all the ways that you're failing as a woman, as a mom, as a wife, partner, as a leader. And that's not okay. So one of the things that I tease my husband a lot about is that he has the worst timing ever. Like he likes to take his time to get ready whenever we're going out And I remember when we're newly married, we used to argue all the time about him being late to things or just having the worst timing ever. Over the years, we've just learned how to navigate this challenge and he's continuously working on it. But I remember this one morning last year, I was just about done with my quiet time. I was 
I think I just finished journaling. And then he started getting handsy with me. <laughs> and you know when you it's one of those days when you're already feeling like things are late because maybe you woke up late. It was one of those mornings. And I had a long list of things that needed to be done that day. There were so many appointments. There was work. And I think that was probably one of my busiest coaching days during the week. And I remember for a sec starting to get a little bit annoyed. But because I'd been working on this concept of being overdoing, I really took a pause and then I focused on what did I want in that moment? What did I want my relationship to look like with him? And I just remember thinking that I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel supported. I also want him to feel that way as well. So instead of getting upset, obviously I had to check in with myself and do all the things that I teach my clients to do. I just was like, okay. So I started giggling and I teased him about what he was doing. Turns out he just wanted to play. He just wanted to cuddle and chat. And so we hung out for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. My five-year-old came in and joined us on the bed. But it was just so funny because I think for me, because I'm so wired to always be going, I'm the firstborn of six children, first daughter. You know, there's a lot of pressure that I've learned through the years to always perform, to always be on. And that's something that I've been working on, on learning. And part of that work is me focusing on who am I being? And I really wanted to share this example because sometimes I think as moms, we forget that our work isn't just to do. I would even dare to say that when we choose to focus on who we're being, it actually makes motherhood easier. It makes life easier. And now you might be rolling your eyes or maybe you can relate to the story, right? Getting caught between your to-do lists and who you're being. And if you're like me, you've chosen your to-do list over and over again. It has become your norm. And that's not a problem. That's why we're talking about this. So one thing I want to caveat here is to say that there are many of us who rely on our to-do list for many reasons. This is not a problem. The problem is when that becomes what we're attached to and we use that to direct how we live. We don't leave room for flexibility or any sort of change. We're so attached and it's almost like we're holding on so tightly. And then we weaponize it to berate ourselves and continue this cycle of self-judgment, criticism, and unkindness. Or we put it above things that really matter to us, like being present and attentive and intentional with the people that we love. That's where this podcast episode is coming from. I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you. This is a normal thing. I also want to challenge you. What if there was a different way to look at your to-do list? And you know, the funny thing is that some of us use the to-do list. We don't even know why, <laughs> right? So we probably heard someone say, oh, it's helpful to keep you organized. Or maybe we know someone who uses it and we think, okay, I'm going to do it. But if you've noticed that it's not helping, it's not addressing your time management issue, you're never getting to the tasks, then it's time to think about it differently. And here's why. To-do lists are not a solution to a problem. They are tools. To-do lists are not a solution to a problem. They are tools. If they were a solution, then we'd all be getting through them. We'd have pretty check marks at the end of the day. But most of us don't. And it's because they are tools and not a solution. So you really want to think about what is the problem that you're trying to solve? 
when you think about using a to-do list, when you're focused on having that list well-organized and prepared so you can check things off, is it a time management problem? Is it a people-pleasing problem, right? Are you taking on other tasks, not having boundaries, and then you just keep taking things on even though you know your time is capped? So what is the bigger issue here? Because I think that once you figure that out, then it might be that you just need to plan your time better or have boundaries with other people and yourself. Did you know that you need boundaries with yourself? (laughs) Right? So that you're not taking on tasks that you subconsciously know you're not going to get to, but you're just doing it because that feeds your need to feel like you're busy, to feel like people need you. I'm going to let that sit for a little bit because I know it can be hard to hear. But I'm not here to cuddle you. I'm here to help you so that you can start taking charge of your life and stop stressing yourself out. So really think about what is the real problem. And now you want to decide how you want to use that list. You want to decide that you want to use it, not that you should or that you have to. Because guess what? There are people who don't use to-do lists and they still get their tasks done, right? So you really want to think about why do you want to use it? For me, I tend to forget quite a bit. So I will schedule things on my calendar because I can use reminders, but I also have sticky notes instead of a list to remind me of what I need to do. I like the visual cues. That's how I learn. They're helpful for me because I forget things easily. And I also know this happens with my clients who have ADHD. They tend to use the list to kind of keep them on track and it just helps them to organize their brain a little bit more. So you think about it. What do you want to use this tool to do? How do you want it to serve you? But before you get to writing on your list, I want you to think about who you want to be. This is where a lot of us get caught up in expectations in what other people think we should be doing, we forget who we want to be. I know, it's totally going to make sense. So just hang in there with me. If your to-do list is a tool, you have to decide who you're being first before you go to write out the list. So let's think about it. A painter wakes up in the morning, their to-do list is going to be different from, let's say, a tech guy who maybe just sits at a computer and works there. Who you are being determines what goes on the list. Who you are being serves as a filter for what gets put on. Because getting things done is not so much about the actions. It's about who you're becoming through the process. And so if you put an item there and you get it done, you're one step closer to being the woman who does that thing. And I'll say this will depend on the season that you're in, right? Like if you're a new mom trying to navigate raising a newborn, your list is going to be different from a mom whose kids are grown. Maybe they have a lot of sports activities or even the mom whose kids are no longer in the house. I've been working quite a bit to increase my capacity for fun and spontaneity, especially now that I'm done with my master's. And so for me, I have very few things. on my to-do list because I'm leaving space for spontaneity to happen. And that means that some days I only have maybe one or two things. Like the days when I'm coaching in the evenings, I only have one other major thing that's on my to-do list because I really want to keep my energy to be able to, you know, do stuff with my kids and then coach my clients in the evening. And so having that white space 
is helpful for me because now when my kids are like, oh, mom, let's go for a walk or my my youngest one, like she always wants me to do stuff with her, like drawing or stuff that she needs to do that I just need to listen to her while she's the boss of me. So we do a lot of that and I don't have to worry about, oh, I had something to do, right? So this will depend on the season of life that you're in. And so if you decide who you're being and that shapes how your lists are written, you'll notice that it serves as a filter. And then you might notice that things maybe before you had 10 items, now you only have five. And that's the whole purpose of having a to-be over to-do list. Thinking of who I'm being. How does who I'm being shape the list of things that I'm going to do? And so when you go to write your list, instead of focusing on the end product, you really want to think about what are the steps that I need to do this thing. If you struggle with time management, (laughs) I'm going to tell you that you don't have a time management problem. You have an energy management problem. And your list of things to do is really not going to help you. So instead, you want to really be thinking about how much time does it take you to go through a task, right? So you might want to start from the very beginning and write step by step. What are you going to need to do to get that done? And then obviously, the more you keep doing that, the faster you'll get. And then you don't have to write the steps. But when you're just starting out, I recommend you do that. This is if you struggle with time management, I'm going to do a podcast episode, I think it's coming out sometime in the fall, on time management. It'll be helpful. So stay tuned. So remember that the point of your list is to keep you on track. It's to serve as a reminder and help you do what you said you would do. Rather than making it something that you're enslaved to, focus on using it as a tool to support the thriving woman that you want to be, to support the thriving life that you want to create. Decide who you want to be. And let your list reflect that. And so today, and maybe for a little while, what if you choose your to-be more often? What if you choose to be the spouse, the partner that you want? What if you choose to be the mother that is present, that has time for her kids, that has time for random hangout tea parties in the middle of the afternoon? What if you choose to be the career woman that you want, who has boundaries who is able to say no to her boss when her boss is asking her to stay late after she has told them many times that she can't do that be the woman you see yourself being even if you're not sure how to get there just take one little step and that can start with something as little as a to-do list those steps are already within you you just haven't tapped into them yet because you're so busy distracted by a list a mile long And half the time, the list doesn't align with who you want to be. I want to invite you again to put your to-do list aside and play with to-be. Shall we? Have a beautiful week, my friends. And until next time, keep thriving. 